0: My name is Marvin Yo, and joining me as always is my co host, Christine Minji Chang.
1: Good afternoon morning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it's for the or first night. time in six weeks it's morning for both of us. Yeah. As you may hear from this way better sound quality, I am back in the States.
1: Welcome back, sir.
0: And I am really, really tired.
1: Yeah, I know. I was thinking, are you jet like lag- are you awake? Are you with us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have not jet like this bad in like ever.
1: Well, you were gone for a really long time.
0: Yeah, I literally slept the whole entire day yesterday from like I was up for maybe two hours, and then I slept from 2, uh, 2 p.m. all the way to like 10 p.m. Sounds wow.
1: so glorious. It's pretty bad.
0: But now I'm back for episode 51 of the Collabcast, wow. one away from a whole year, Alex! and joining us this week is a very special guest, Mr. Alex Wang from the indie rock band Run River North. <laughs> Hello. How's it going, man? Yay, Alex! Pretty good. How are you
2: guys doing?
1: We're doing splendid. Yeah. Well, Marvin's struggling so with this Starbucks. <laughs> when, did you, when
2: did you wake up this morning, then? I woke up at 6.30. Okay, so you went back to sleep after 10 p.m.?
0: Well, no, I stayed up till about 3.00. But I was watching. I was just watching stuff on Hulu.
2: Nice, okay.
0: <laughs> and then and I was like, I should probably get take a little nap before this thing. Good call. Yeah, so I <laughs> uh, took a quick nap, woke up at 6.30, had my oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Good. And then drove over here in L.A. traffic. It's beautiful. It yeah. Isn't
1: it welcoming? It's like a hug. It's like a It's like a hostile. <laughs> yeah. mean, she was like, get here at
0: 8. Okay. No, that's not T- good. It usually takes about 20 minutes to <laughs> get here from where I live. And then I was like, oh, yeah, traffic. Yeah. Oh, Back yeah, that.
1: LA. Yesterday wasn't that bad because it was MLK Day. And I didn't even realize because I just went to work.
0: Yeah, no. I was going to ask, why are you at work? Because <laughs> I woke up to like this Facebook message and says, are you coming into the office today? I'm like,
1: Tsk. why would I do that? I think I'm going to yeah. take
0: a nap and come in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Whatever. So you're the only one in the office?
1: No, actually, our office was full. Oh, really? Yeah. So none yeah. of you guys no like, days like Martin Luther King.
2: Can- they don't celebrate Martin Luther King. Yeah. Wow. No, I celebrate
1: yeah. him every day. He sang every day. day. <laughs> Did you take a day off? Did you do anything chill yesterday?
2: Um, no, uh, no. no. We had rehearsal as a band, and then um, it was a friend's birthday. So he opened his house, and he doesn't have work, so we just went there and cooked steaks and played nice. The Smash. Nice. That
1: sounds like a pretty good okay, Dave. It's
0: always a good time. Yeah. I slept. If you, hadn't, if you weren't that listening five minutes like ago. Really. <laughs> yeah, you, just,
2: you literally dreamed his dream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's cool.
0: I had a really nice. weird
2: dream, though. Yeah? Yeah. Well, what happened? I don't remember. Oh, but it was just like... But I remember it was really
0: weird. You're really weird. Uh, I'm trying to remember. No, I can't remember anymore. Is that a sign,
1: like, when you have really vivid, weird dreams, isn't that... That's a sign that you are sleeping really deep?
2: Really? Right? Maybe. It's... Probably,
1: when I you don't do- Yeah.
2: I usually have dreams like I wake up at like 4 or 5 a.m. Uh-huh. And then I go back to sleep. Uh-huh. And then That's between when you have the dream? 4 to 6 or like 6 to 8, like I'll just get these wild and crazy ones. I night. remember I was fighting a guy. Nice. Like okay. It was like knife-to-knife combat. Or
0: something. What? what? Yeah. Wow. So I remember getting stabbed. <gasps>
1: yeah. Now wow. I need to Google this dream interpretation.
2: Did it hurt? No. It just felt like a stab. That's when I woke up. Okay. Was oh, like, no. It was very okay. violent. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, like, reliving The Revenant right mm-hmm. now, which I just watched. Oh, oh yeah.
2: I the two-hour, like... <laughs> you know, the recent trailer just, like, showed the entire yeah. story. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was nothing.
1: Yeah. Well,
2: it. you know that's a true story, right?
1: Yeah, I heard that. Right, it's based a yeah. on the legend, though. Yeah. It's like yeah. the
0: guy told the story, so he might have embellished it a little, a little bit, bit. you know, yeah. like, totally fought a bear. No, yeah. all the Almost things died, happened. You
1: know? <laughs> no, I don't doubt that he... Anyway, spoiling, spoiling. But everyone knows because everyone's been talking about it at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's in the trailer. Right? I just yeah. watched a big <laughs> short
2: yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or two days ago. With yeah, all of good. Hollywood in it, right? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Christian Bale.
1: Steve Carell.
0: Christian Bale, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, Brad Pitt's in that. I forgot. And it's a comedy.
0: It is, yeah. It's it's a movie about the economic crash of 2008, the housing crash. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting because I studied that back in grad school. So just seeing how the whole thing played out, like, mm-hmm. it was, it's more funny if you understand all the, like, the economic lingo they're throwing around. But oh, yeah. It's still pretty, it's pretty funny to laugh at a system that, like, basically, it's a story about people who thought, like, because something has never happened, mm-hmm. it never will.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. And that's kind of the The one of the, I guess, flaws of humanity is believing that, you know, nothing will ever go wrong. Not going to happen.
2: (laughs) Everything will always go wrong. (laughs) Let's just deal with that. Murphy's Law. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyways, each and every week we start off the podcast by having a roundtable discussion about current events in pop culture that's on our minds. Mm -hmm. And this week, what's on my mind is something we talked about last week, but award season is here again.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we just um, we just finished the Golden Globes and the Oscar nominations got um, released last weekend. There's been a lot of talk about how not diverse it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been reading a lot about that. You know, it was like no, that undiverse in terms of both like gender and race. So it's just right. all white males.
1: It's all white yeah. males. Cool. You know, of course there's females
0: in the actress category because <laughs> they had to. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> like a must. If they couldn't, yeah. yeah but you know, director. Um,
2: producers,
0: all those, you know, directors, producers, of,
1: writers, actors. Did, is it?
0: I just heard a lot of white things. dudes in there,
2: like, even for movies like straight out of Confident and Creative, like, only the white people got in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> pretty
1: <laughs> much. Yep. yep.
0: Um, so I know this is something that is kind of a trigger for our co host here, so uh-huh. I want to see what she thought about
2: it. Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> no, well, I've been processing, I actually yeah. was refraining from commenting. Uh-huh. You do a really good job, so do you, you like. You monitor how much social media you intake. intake. Yeah. How um, do you do that?
2: <laughs> I really, the, I think the biggest thing is just to not take in mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I just let my friends, when they're really angry about something or when it's in- interesting and they start talking about it, then, oh, okay, I'll take a look. I don't really necessarily need to be the first one to be like, did you hear or did you see? Right, right, right.
0: I'm kind of the same way. I like to see everyone's reaction, yeah. but I don't necessarily like to participate.
2: Yeah, you're kind of like on the outside.
0: Like yeah. Again.
1: yeah. Which I know. used to be like the first reactor yeah. for a long time. And I still react and I still tend, because I'm on social media a lot, which I'm trying to modulate. But... <laughs> I would always have a really strong reaction, that's fine. But then now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, that's not necessarily what I'm gonna think mm. at the end of the discussion. So why don't you wait till the end of not the end of the discussion, but let it marinate for a little bit and let a little bit more information come out before you come up with any sort of mm-hmm. strong opinion. So now
2: that it's kind of been simmering and marinating, what do you what do you think?
1: It's it's an it's obnoxious and I'm sick of talking about it. To be honest, like I yeah. really appreciate those who can articulate it intelligently and then analyze it, break it down and explain why this is a problem. But for me personally, I I didn't feel compelled to like share an outrage article or like put up a post going like, this is bullshit. Even though I feel a lot of that, like what good is it going to do? I'm going to go back to trying to make stuff to change this.
0: Yeah, I think the thing is the outrage we already had it last year, I felt that's like. what I'm
1: saying it's so it's i 'm so tired.
0: So this year is more like oh again,
1: which like, is sad and which is sad you know
0: the, the truth is organizations in entertainment, like these like the Academy or people making decisions has always been dominated by straight white male, and we've kind of we've already identified the pattern of the way they
1: where they lean. See things where <laughs> they lean.
0: Yeah. And one of the more interesting points that I've been seeing this year's conversation take, especially within the Asian-American space, is mm. this discussion's always been black and white. Right. No one really talks about Asians or other... <laughs> We're so irrelevant. being snubbed. But at the same time, it's because there's really nothing to snub at this point. Right. 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 Um, and this is something we, we've talked about a lot. And just in terms of just our... As a subculture, as, you know, Asian-American you know, culture within American culture, um, the media we've been creating is still getting to a point where it can be, or it's allowed to be in the conversation for awards worthy, Mm -hmm. right? And one of the biggest things is is for a movie to be Oscar worthy, there is now, we've talked about this a lot before too, there is now a a template. It needs to be a big budget biopic or historical um, story like that tugs at the heartstrings and ha- tells this big emotional story about. That's what overcoming. movies are for,
1: though. See, okay, I don't agree with that template thing because I feel like film, at the end of the day, no matter what, is supposed to impact you emotionally. Not like tug at your heartstrings, like melodrama, but it's supposed to make you feel something. That's a, I think that's the reason why we gravitate towards. Film. That's
0: true, but when you look at like a. Trailer for a movie that's coming in during Oscar season. Yeah. You can tell which ones are made specifically for. This is going to be your Oscar entry. Oh, yeah.
2: Right. I think it's like pop songs. Like you just pop songs aren't, you know, something more special than any others. It's just like for a broad experience that like kind of like everyone. Like a wide net. Yeah. Because I think, as you said, like everything kind of like will pull at someone's heart. But I think Oscar movies and pop songs are ones that how many how many hearts can you pull at the same time yeah yes. and like to do that you kind of yeah you have to have these like kind of general traits that I don't think it's like something you know um, difficult to see like <laughs> these these are movies that hopefully people are making because they think a, a, a wide array of audiences will um, yeah. or the most most audience and I think that maybe that's the Maybe that's a safe way because like, be, people are thinking, you know, the the hetero white male perspective, even <laughs> though you're not that, mm-hmm. um, it's probably going to be the perspective that you're going to um, really gravitate towards right. in terms of like the making of the movie and what's going to...
0: It's the most broad and, you yeah, know, we talk about that. It's the white man
2: yeah. part <laughs> that they're trying to pull. You know, <laughs> and, and I think that, that makes the most money. Like that makes the most, yeah. you know, and at this time, it's probably making more money too because it's like, it's causing all the outrage because like now they know, now people know you're going to predictably get angry that it's pulling at the white man's heart in you. Yeah. So like it's now... It's, <laughs> in uh, you? Yeah, so now it's a two-edged <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But I guess going uh, back to what we were talking about sorry. before. No,
0: it's um, like- <laughs> You know, there's been a lot more, it's, it's kind of encouraging to see a lot of people just say, well, we just got to make better shit now. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that's really, I think... As a- Not that they
1: weren't making better stuff, but like, well, okay. So yesterday I saw a video from Jada Pinkett Smith, who's boycotting the Oscars. And I listened to her, her, ex- her heart, you know, her, she is sharing her thoughts on it. And she was just saying she is at a point where she really peacefully, it seemed like she seemed very just like chill. She's like, I don't need that acknowledgement in order to validate my, uh, value as an artist as as a contributing member of the film society Mm -hmm. like she's basically like let them choose who they want to choose and it should not to to sit and then beg for acknowledgement is taking away from my own dignity so you do you but i'm gonna do me Mm -hmm. and if i don't feel like this is an accurate reflection of humanity society whatever then i'm just not gonna go and so she was like, "I have nothing but love." And she was very, you know, <laughs> Jada. Very. Right. right. And yeah. I respected that because I feel that too. I'm like, before when I was younger, I was like, "All I want, I want to win an Oscar. That's like the dream." Yeah. But then it's kind of when you look at the system and the politics. And I'm like, is that really what I want? Is that begging for that structure and that version of acknowledgement going to mm-hmm. validate me saying that? Oh, now you are worthy as an artist, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, we we talked about this last week when we talked about the Golden Globes about you yeah. know, is the pursuit of that award why you pursue your, your art or, you know... I would I, like I it to be a byproduct. See, like, you know, <laughs> be, yeah. like you got a Grammy as a, as a musician, cause. like, you know,
2: what are your thoughts about things like the Grammys or, you know, or awards in general? Like, Well, I feel like what awards mean is that you'll get more recognition, so you'll probably get more jobs and then you'll make more money.
1: Yeah, more opportunities. Yeah,
2: more opportunity. Um, and if you're chasing after money and if you're chasing after fame, like that should be your goal. But, um, it, I mean, I think, I I mean, I think our, our band and and myself, we we try to say that, you know, do what you love and do be true to yourself and money will come after. Um, but the reality is that, you know, you can't live without money and it's, um, something that you need to pay attention to and, and give focus. Um, so yeah, it'd be great obviously um, but I think you're seeing a lot of the cracks and facades of like the whole system more and more every year like mm-hmm. the fact that Martian is a comedy or that you know like I mean Ricky Gervais was like he was joking about it but he was like saying yeah you know we're <laughs> we're here with all these beautiful people uh, for awards that really don't and he kept saying that like mm-hmm. he pushed it like because he can and I love him for it because he just like it doesn't matter like yeah it really does and he was saying that on tv at at them and, at the and they're all club. laughing back at them and saying like and these are awards that somebody bought you like and everyone just like snickered really loudly in the audience so it's not it's not a it's not some kind of like it's it's not um
1: they're not pulling it's, wool it's over out eyes it's out there, yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind out of there right? yeah this is this yeah. is
2: like you 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 paid for this <clears throat> and this is just a show and mm-hmm. it's just to pat each other on the back and for anybody to like want to be a part of that like to that level like oh if if I, if I can just get this or any, if you, I just think if you like listen to Ricky Gervais about it, it's like don't cry, don't get emotional, <laughs> it's just an award Straight and shooter. I think it can kind of just like show you what like what's important about it mm-hmm. um and I mean for Jada I think it's a lot easier because she already has her security and her right, art and right, she, right, has right. That platform, so right. she has a platform so she has that piece for somebody who's just starting out or, or who hasn't won or who never maybe will mm-hmm. like where where does their piece come from and I think it should come from hopefully like you know that they are making something that they're proud of but it's that's it's a I can go on on the other edge. I, I want that award. Right, I, if, I, right. if I get the award, then, then we get <laughs> we get we get tours, and then if we get, you know, mm-hmm. all these things come from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but
1: it's an acknowledgement uh, of a certain quality too. So that's what I was saying. Yeah. You know, was it last week? But I, you know, the goal with the whole the, the Oscar thing, I kind of broke it down in my mind. Mm-hmm. It's like I wanted to be part of something really uh, like high quality, right? I wanted mm-hmm. to have been uh, cast or requested to be part of something with the best director the best writers yeah. in the business yeah. and unfortunately a lot of those coincide with well like they're an award-winning da, 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 da. Right, right, right. and that helps signify yeah. who maybe yeah. who might be better than the next person you don't know yeah. but like that that's that's what it symbolized to me not just like getting something sparkly right. but it's like i want to be something that High caliber with like the but best of the best, but
2: I think it's so interesting that you're seeing like even you know I don't I didn't actually see the Oscar nominees, but um like you're seeing like Amazon and Netflix and who like these aren't the big distribution company or the big production companies making really high quality work. It's yeah. just a matter of time before like it yeah. gets it to is. even a lower level. So like yeah that high that high society or that club that everybody wants to get into yeah yeah it's no longer that important. And I right. think yeah. I think because I think they see it too, like they, yeah. Since they they see it as not something that everybody wants to get into, right? They're being very open about who that club is now. It's like, right. well, then it's gonna be white people. I'm yeah. sorry, like because like you, there are other places, and there are places for Jada Pinkett Smith, and there are places for everyone else to make their work and feel um, validated, and right. hopefully even make a living off of, right. Not necess- And so, like, I think. They're just acknowledging the fact that they're all. That's, that's yeah. All right. Well, then I don't need to hide anymore. So that's probably what's happening, in my opinion.
0: And yeah. This is but, a, okay. Go ahead. No, no. i was just saying. Um, there's something to a definitive, like body, mm-hmm. trying to identify the most, you know, the most, most best works of the year. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. Welcome back to the U.S. Um, <laughs> yeah. And to see that that body is there's a visible bias. It's kind of, yeah, yeah. it's kind of discouraging, not discouraging, but it's kind of sad. Yeah. You know? It's sad. It yeah. is <laughs> it is. sad,
2: but it, it's like, like yeah. it could only be that. Like, you can't, everyone thinks it's going to be some ideal, like, multi-headed, diverse no. um, yeah. monster yeah. that's not, that's really, uh, you know, really unbiased and everything. That, there will always be a slant and you can't, like, I mean, you can always knock it down and be like, that sucks and hopefully, like, change for better, but, mm-hmm. you know, you can't like murder it. Like there's no yeah. way to destroy it because like when yeah. you destroy that, then there's nothing left. So I don't know. I, may, may, maybe that's it though. Like maybe you do need to just destroy it. But. Or maybe create our own for reals awards. Well, that's These why are I the think for reals it's, awards. Yeah, well, that was BET. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why I think it's good that people are calling it out. So that's why I don't. You know, I'm not hating on people who are outraged about it because that's an important conversation to have to yeah. call it out, yeah. say it for what it is. But then like if I'm gonna sit and lose all my hair, sorry, Over like it, I need yeah. it for my job but like if i'm gonna sit and and fret over it to the point of like this the to just kind of wallow in the unjust nature of like the ridiculousness of it all then i'm just i'm never gonna get anywhere and i completely agree with you that it's not that i'm like seeking the approval of the academy i'm saying that that's like the elite of the elite there's so many dope directors and writers that are out there just doing like web series on youtube and it's so dope and that's what i think they're scared of yeah because it's becoming that much more easy to show talent, even if you don't have a million-dollar camera yeah. or you know the high-quality production and whatnot. Yeah, So I'm like,
0: I saw the yeah. Martian on the plane ride back. Hilarious movie. Yeah, just top, top, so
1: top the
2: bottom hilarity. Well, I mean, it it was it was a lot. It's funny. It's just, it is funny. Yeah. It's very charming. I, well, then, what what would you put there? What would you put as your favorite musical comedy?
1: there weren't There were a lot of the movies that you were really discussing.
2: Maybe, maybe that was the <laughs> reason. I was I'm just kidding. Like, maybe they didn't look a little harder. If you think about it. Like Well, yeah, if I can't... I mean, I wasn't really like watching so many movies, but like I can't think of... I mean, there probably is, and I'm just like being really... Uh, ignorant right now but no like in the general public sphere of like spy? on that level you know, <laughs> spy, spy Spy was pretty spy funny was pretty good do you, but see, yeah, but do like, you guys what, remember laughing out loud at the movie theaters last year like it give me give me something i didn't
1: watch spy in the movie theaters but i did laugh out loud
2: spy was good because but, uh, it was like subversive like, yeah, yeah but
1: like could you see spy at the oscars do you know what i'm saying and that's like the whole branding thing of the oscars that it's supposed to be yeah. of a certain ex, well you know. that's
0: why they had that category for the golden laws but um yeah. Moving on okay. because we dealt. We, oh, because I was all day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Minji Cheng. What's up? What's on your mind?
1: You took my topic.
0: Oh. Oh. Wow. So well, you do, went... do you want to talk about? Well, it's kind
1: film? of. It's more on. It's still on the film route, but it's kind. I one of the things that are that's fresh on my mind is the Revenant, and it's kind of the thing that I took away from it was. Um, I was really upset. I'm not that upset anymore, but right after the movie, I was really upset because it was a gorgeous. It was. A masterpiece. Okay. It was as a film and storytelling, acting. Well, it's an Inaritsu
0: movie, so. Yeah, right. amazing. Yeah. Like, right. no doubt. Uh-huh. But
1: I walked away feeling really upset at how much uh, violence there was. And the thing is, I've grown up in the uh-huh. world like everybody else. I've watched a lot of movies growing up. Yeah. My dad and my brother love war movies, and I've just seen a lot. But that's, what, I think it was like this, it mm-hmm. was the cherry on top of like, what the hell is wrong with our society mm-hmm. that. It just kind of made me pissed off because it reminded me of Blue Valentine. Okay, so Blue Valentine is a movie about a married couple and uh-huh. watching them fall in love and fall apart. Right, right. There's a scene where they're having sex and people went crazy because there's a scene where Ryan Gosling goes down on Michelle Williams. Okay, uh-huh. and they went just psycho over how inappropriate that was. That this is not like this needs to be NC seventeen. There this outrage. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like there's no I've never heard of any outrage whatsoever about seeing somebody like slice someone's like face off. Oh yeah, yeah. I just didn't and that it became really obvious after this movement movie uh-huh. where I was just really upset. I was like we have our shit really backwards right now. <laughs> that I, I'm saying, like, if my if I had a hypothetical kid and they watched this, yeah. I'm like frightened of what they would. It's so real and so well done, quote yeah. unquote.
0: Yeah. Also, I would question your parenting.
1: It's traumatizing. <laughs> it's traumatizing for me. For as an as an adult, I walked out of there and I was like, yeah. I need a hug right now. I watched it by myself. Well, Good I
0: mean, wow. we were talking about templates and stuff for Oscar movies, and you know, if you scream and... it show a lot of pain enough pain in a movie winning yeah. in Oscars. Yeah. So. you have Leonardo
1: DiCaprio crawling <laughs> yeah. and well, writing on is the his floor his, you know, <laughs> know. he's
0: been crawling and crying for like the last just, 10 years did so. you see that um, meme that just came <laughs> yeah. out like I, I saw it today but uh-huh. I think it came out like yesterday the right? Monday Tuesday yeah, yeah.
2: Like, oh I haven't seen
0: it it was just I him crawling it. in the Revenant him crawling in, um, in <laughs> Titanic him <laughs> in <laughs> crawling Wolf, in, uh, Wolf on Wall
1: Street him crying in the Aviator and
0: then Friday is him in the Great Gatsby
1: and he's like yeah so, He's an amazing actor I love Leo But yeah Anyway That was my I'm just kind of like this uh, And this is a really heavy topic I understand But It was I was just In this moment of like It's messed up man Like someone should have warned me Like so I don't know Like I should have <laughs> It seemed accepted. like
2: pornographic It was
1: Yeah Yeah
2: Like more porny than porn
1: Yeah And I wanted well, to They call
2: it torture porn for a reason people, yeah. Some people
0: just like Get watching, off on it. Like someone and, like, serious pain. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I had a hard time watching Rocky. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That, yeah. I, I, I don't like watching mm-hmm. people get Suffer. hurt. It really hurts me.
0: Rocky was okay. Rocky was like... That's what I'm saying. It
1: was not that bad. Creed
0: was... was a little bit more, like, exactly. visceral. Really? Yeah. 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 Because it's, you know... It's 2016... Mm-hmm. Or 2015. Mm-hmm. And That's so sad that it's like... Punching oh, technology has gone on gone yeah, yeah. Up yeah. since then. Did yeah. you finally see Rocky?
1: I watched Rocky and then I watched Creed. Creed was okay. the last movie I watched in 2015. So
0: you saw the two kind of more like actual film. Yeah. Rocky films, not the yeah. 80s. Uh, I heard, films. I heard that the middle ones are
1: not <laughs> worth watching. Well, like Rocky. worth watching because yeah. they're awesome, yeah. but yeah. they're
0: not exactly like high caliber filmmaking.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. It's such a good story. Um, that's yeah. interesting the to top Like, yeah, how violence is um, way more.
1: I wasn't expecting, I thought we'd go on about the Oscars, but that's like the most fresh thing on my mind. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm the only person that feels okay. And I appreciate all the art it was just, mm-hmm. it was incredible. There's, for me, it's, like, such a duh, like, this is a masterpiece. But mm-hmm. I was just, like, I walked out so upset. Yeah.
0: I heard it's a pretty hard movie just to take get in. through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And sometimes, <clears throat> sometimes that's, you know, that's, that's what movies the do. They take you to yeah. a uncomfortable place. So you're, like, yeah. I'm so glad we live in today. Yeah. 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 And I'm so glad, you know, like, it's a lot harder to get attacked by bears these days.
1: <laughs> but even, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, yeah. like, the things that we can see in a film, I mean, in one on one hand is it's incredible feat of technology and all the things. Yeah. But do we need to see it? I was climbing into my chair. I was just like. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Well, our third topic for this roundtable segment mm-hmm. is the recent passing of Alan Rickman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we talked we'll talk a little bit about Bowie. Well, mm-hmm. like to hear your thoughts about Bowie as well. Oh, but just because I'm a musician? Damn yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> The first, um, you know, Alan Rickman. It's it's a bad. It was a bad week last week. Everyone's like, um, "This British is the worst week ever." Pop, like British um, entertainers artists, artists. at age sixty-nine. 69. <laughs> uh, with um, which
1: happens to be the symbol for cancer.
0: Really, cancer? 69? The,
1: yeah, I'm a cancer. Oh, it's, it's our symbol. It's a sixty-nine.
0: <laughs> cancer the horoscope. Oh, I, I thought it was, like cancer was a cancer disease. Like... I know. It's a symbol of balance. Oh, you
2: got to give and take. Yeah, okay. equal. Of course. Yeah, yeah. ebb and yeah. flow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a great number. <laughs>
1: um, I was really sad last um, week. That... Yeah, because
0: Love Actually was your favorite is your is your favorite movie, right?
1: No, not my favorite movie, but one. I don't it's know. up it there. Seems
2: like every time oh, I, but he, he was like the heartbreak of that movie. But I don't care. <laughs>
1: that's that's the type of person I am. I. It was a great story, and he they told it so well.
2: Oh, it was it was the most. It hurt. It hurt. Most. It hurt and, a lot. And at the end, like I think um, somebody, I think the screenwriter's wife went on Twitter, like, last year or something, watching the movie again and mm-hmm. answering some questions about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. one of the questions was, like, did they, you know, did he really cheat? Like, what kind of cheating did he do? Did they go all the way, blah, blah, blah. And the, somebody from either screenwriter or the wife was like, no, it was all the way. Like, this was a cheat for sure. And, like, <laughs> it, it never was mm-hmm. the same again. And, like, it was such a yeah uh, closure. Ah. It hurt. Yeah.
1: But that's – I think he's a brilliant actor <laughs> because – I feel like he embodied somebody that's super real and relatable. Like mm-hmm. this is just a guy who's anyway led yeah. astray and yeah. an idiot and <laughs> well, but he's human.
0: So we've been learning a lot more about for people who don't know about his career the last mm-hmm. couple of days because people are doing retrospective. Right, right. It's interesting. It's really interesting learning about how he started acting at age forty, like in his forties. Wow. You know, so there's late, still hope for everybody. Everybody, everybody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> please, you guys, you 40. don't
0: forty really? Yeah, he started. Basically, he was always... He was, there was no young Alan Rickman. Mm. I guess there was, but mm-hmm. he was always... Younger.
1: Like,
2: that, he was always, he was always, always But
1: people yeah. told him that he heard this from different instructors that he shouldn't act. They like, yeah. you should probably just stop.
2: Mm. <laughs> That's interesting. That's great mm-hmm. to hear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was good at playing... Like, everyone knows him for playing bad guys. Right, like yeah. Hans Gruber, Darker. Snape. Yeah. Um, Sheriff Nottingham. Mm-hmm. But he was also really good playing comedic roles, too. Mm-hmm. You know, Galaxy Quest, he was awesome at. Yes. One of my favorite roles... The one that I thought of immediately when I when I heard about his passing was Dogma.
2: Oh, I love which was one of, my, yeah, one of my favorite of my favorite good Kevin, good Kevin movie. Smith movies. Yeah, <sighs> did that win any awards? Because that should like it's, that changed my life. Kevin really? Smith movies don't win awards. I need Kevin, to watch yeah. this movie. <laughs> I think I was just I, I was a high school kid, and mm. then it was just talking about religion and saying like so shit yeah. fearlessly, talk, really, yeah, like, like just like so yeah. And Alanis yeah. Morissette coming out, as like, God, <laughs> I was just
1: like, yeah. okay, I need it, to watch this. Oh, it, it, you just voted for it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, Honestly, I don't really care. I don't care if someone's, because it's still like the journey of watching it. It's cool. Yeah, it's,
2: but... it, it really, um, yeah, it's, I think he was just so outlandish about it and, and had great dialogue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I watched all of his other movies and then, you know, yeah. yeah. She I'm, scared I'm the
1: bejesus fan. out of me when I was a kid because of Robin Hood. He was like the oh, scariest wow, yeah. villain like, that I had has ever seen. He had a really seen. good sneer. Like, yeah. not sneer,
0: but like very, like, the his way face he can, is When he's got he's... a good male his Bad bitch guy voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <his> male bitch <laughs> boy face, and it's his, like, like oh, A very, like, villainy voice, yeah. too. His it's voice. Very deep and very His like, voice yeah. just. Oh. Like, he
2: smells like poop on you, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I feel judged. And I feel. <laughs> yeah. hated I'm sorry. Upon I'm it,
1: sorry. I'm sorry. No, he's amazing.
2: It's interesting, though, like, whenever, like, That's when you start knowing about their career, when they're no longer there. Yeah. And you start appreciating. And
0: it's very, we're at a point where a lot of the actors that we grew up watching are now starting to die. For sure. And it really makes you think. about It's really hurting
1: my heart. I can't. Because, you
0: know, a lot of the actors that we've grown up watching are like in their 60s, 70s, 80s. I
1: couldn't believe he was 69. Like, I was so shocked. I was like, no way. Alan Rickman's like 58. Shut up.
0: Well, because he's been doing that
2: dark Snape hair for yeah. Um, yeah, and oh, you could also yeah. like you can now get a lot of their footage, and so you can make these like memoriam like reels, and, yeah. and you can immediately just Google somebody like, oh, who is this person that died, and get get caught up in a, in a second. So it's interesting. I
1: don't know. It's so sad. I yeah. I don't know who, if it was you, but I was just saying like it's, um, exactly what you're talking about. Just the post posthumous is mm-hmm. that how you say it? Posthumous. Post- yeah. Posthumous. Hum- posthumous. I don't know. So after being funny. Not humorous, it's humorous. After the comedy. After after death, a lot of these a lot of artists, like painters and like this goes back forever. That you don't get to get acknowledgement as much until you're gone. Which is sad. And then that's kind of tied hand in hand with like why everyone wants the award. Like, look at me now. Yeah, I'm alive.
0: Those old, you know, like postmodern artists, where you don't really appreciate them till like decades after they're dead. Yeah, you know, at least they were able to, you know, make a good living.
1: Alan while alive. He again, I, what I I felt from his aura. I never met the guy, but you could tell he was a really good person, even though he played these like fantastically evil and like villainous <laughs> people. Yeah. Um, I love learning stories about that, too. And, of course, you can't learn about it as widely until they're gone because everyone starts sharing that story. But apparently he was just, like, super supportive and never treated anybody like he was better than them and he's this big movie star. And
0: well, like, coming from his background, t- just t- 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 the t- t- Harry fact Potter. that he, you know, he started acting so late, you know, t- t- started chasing his dreams so late, he... I would He's more grounded? expect him not to look down on people oh, yeah. chasing. I hope dreams, so. You, know? you
1: never uh, know. You never know what it would impact. You know what I'm saying? You could get into that, get swept up, and all of a sudden you've got the ego the size of Donald mm-hmm. Trump. I don't know. He could have been a big jerk. But I love He He's also age.
2: 69. Yeah. Really? Ew. That's what I learned. What? Ew. So his turn is now? <laughs> 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 Can you make it a rule of three? Like I, <laughs> I think the rule of no, three is already
0: because, um, what's his face? Um, Lenny Kilmeister died. Um, back in late December, he okay. was the front, front man of Motorhead. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, I've never uh, listened to I think that's I think that's three.
2: I don't know. I don't know if that counts. Dang, that sucks. But... Like, you can't be a part of that three anymore. <laughs> well, I think that means... Die. It's been I, occupied. Think that, I think that means all the other
0: celebrities are, are, are safe for now. I see. But yeah, no, um, I think it's really cool that people, now that with social media here, you see a lot of people supporting or, like, posting about how these people affected them. And mm-hmm. it really makes you realize how important arts are mm-hmm. movie, yes, and media and yes. things like sure. that and there's a lot of people poo-pooing on like well you hey guys you guys are all just you know bandwagoning, bandwagoning yeah. Shut like, up. showing like you're not really sad like you just want attention and i think to me those people are the ones like the, the counter people are the ones that really want attention yeah because yes. no, no one really cares
2: about that anyways <laughs>
1: yeah i don't know I loved I loved reading and that's what I was saying about David Bowie because I didn't Uh realize that I listened to so much of his music. Oh yeah, yeah. Growing up, yeah, I did, but I didn't know it was him.
0: His songs
2: also in that hilarious comedy The Martian. Oh, Starman. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's um, it's so ubiquitous. I mean, there's just so much. Yeah, I I actually I'm I. Would, would not want to talk about it because I'm just so ashamed of how little I know of David Bowie. No, uh, that's not, that's exactly,
1: so, you know, I think, I think, saying, like, I I think more,
2: music. I was more of a, yeah, I was, I was more into movies than I was into music. Mm-hmm. I distinctly made that. So when, like my gut reaction when I heard that David Bowie died, I was like, I just went and Googled David Bowie. <laughs> but yeah. with Alan Rick, I was like, I I may like allow like, oh my God. I, <laughs> and I just knew that that was the yeah. honest reaction for me was like, yeah. I watched more movies and I, um listen to music
1: that's how i
0: felt but i mean going back to bowie like i think no matter if you followed his music or not like you knew he was a big deal yeah yeah i think that was the big thing yeah yeah that's
2: the more that's what's incredible
1: to me that someone like it's somebody that you don't even follow can have a really big impact and in what way yeah how that even happens and
2: then when you just start to like unspool that like thread and you like you realize it's connected to like everything right right
1: right his influence was, I was like I was baffled when I googled I was like yeah. oh my god and I was like oh yeah the guy that was married to Iman <laughs> They were a beautiful couple, and like that yeah. was a really big deal.
2: Have
0: you had a chance to listen to any of his catalog yet? Or I, 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 need, I need to make you a list. That's I haven't I because to. I got busy yeah. with
1: work and, then, and shoots, and then Alan Rickman died, yeah. <laughs> so I got yeah. caught up in that. Now
2: you got to watch like all the movies. I of Alan Rickman to the soundtrack of David Bowie. And somehow I know. it'll mesh. Also, completely. David Bowie movies too.
1: Mash up. David
2: Bowie movies are crazy. Yeah, labyrinth.
1: He a movie- oh fantastic. yeah, labyrinth. He was in labyrinth.
0: He was. Um, he had a cameo in um, the Prestige. Really? That's Tesla.
1: He wasn't. I watched The Prestige. I yeah, just he remember. was the
0: dude that...
2: Um, he's everywhere. Yeah. yeah,
1: this is what I'm saying. He was everywhere and I didn't realize it. There are songs that he sang that I was like, I didn't know that was a David Bowie song. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's, God- um, he's godlike.
0: That's crazy. Just, yeah.
1: <laughs> Omnipotent. And, nowhere, yeah. and it's
0: it's, like it's just kind of cool just to see all the, you know, because he had that persona as... He had a lot of different personas. than like, Duke, Ziggy Stardust, and all just all the tributes saying that. He didn't die. He went back to the stars Aww. and stuff. So. That that, was, that makes me. It's weird. kind of cool that someone can have that kind of pop culture relevance. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's, but yeah.
2: do you know if he was cremated or was he buried? Or? I, don't know. I didn't go into those details. Yeah. I think those are private with oh,
0: his family, but
1: they probably eventually they'll eventually um, share that.
2: That'd be crazy if he was cremated and then like shot Yeah, on seriously. <laughs> I think that's then, like, beautiful.
1: I think that's lovely. Do
2: you want to be cremated or buried? I want I'll to be, be one of those like <laughs> Um,
0: I've been looking at those, you know, like turning into a tree things and I think oh. that might be a cool way to, you know, <gasps> like be I part of be the tree. seed in the ground. Well, they like put you into a pod uh-huh. and then in the, in the root of like a tree like system oh. Oh. so that your, you know, dead flesh gives nutrients to the tree and I it would grows. totally
1: do that. I actually love trees and like the roots and all but that stuff.
0: On that super positive. Hey, note, you know what? <laughs> Rebirth. We're going to take Rebirth. a Rebirth. Quick... <laughs> That's a good thing. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back to talk more with Alex about Alex stuff. I okay, guess. yeah, cool. All right. And this podcast is brought to you by Collaboration, a nonprofit organization supporting Asian Americans in arts and entertainment, discovering, showcasing, elevating, and connecting Asian Americans doing cool stuff.
1: Very cool. Yeah,
0: and the collaboration is recruiting right now. Uh, we're looking for. Uh, volunteers for that are local in any of our 14 cities that we're in if you're interested in being part of our movement um, you can apply right now at collaboration.org um, you can follow the links to the staff application where you can be a part of the movement um, helping us produce our events creating our content creating the hub within your communities for Asian Americans to gather and express and create art and do cool things together while at the same time learning leadership skills production skills and just having good times
1: learning about yourself yep and this is really cool that we have alex as our special guest today so after this break you guys will be able to hopefully find out a little bit more about his experience because alex used to be on staff which is really cool along with being a competitor and so um yeah we'll hopefully get to get some more insight from him and see how it may or may not have inspired him or given him (laughs) some really interesting experiences to kind of Forward with it in life.
0: Yeah, and if you're not in one of our 14 member cities, or if you're, if you want to contribute through other ways, than, you know, um, event production. Um, the collaboration blog is also recruiting writers. Yes. Um, if you want to be a part of our editorial team, um, interviewing, covering Asian American events all around the nation, really, or just giving perspective from your unique point of view as an Asian American from where, wherever you're from, definitely shoot us an application or an email at blog.collaboration.org. At uh, we're always looking for new talent and more voices to showcase. And finally, as always, we always, and finally, if you have any questions, comments, uh, feedback, or even corrections to send us, uh, we're, we are we're always accepting emails at podcast at collaboration.org and uh, we always like hearing from our listeners and you know um, adding more voices um, to our podcast and yeah send us what you think
1: we appreciate all this feedback <laughs> constructive criticism yeah. yeah
0: one last last thing we always um, Minji and myself would really appreciate if uh, if you like what you hear that you um, help share this podcast with your friends family or anybody you think might be interested in hearing what we have to say it's always great to um bring more people into our audience and to see what they have to say as well um if you listen to us on itunes um just leave us a quick rating and review um that really helps us get up on the boards and reach more people um, yeah i think that's it um
1: thanks guys back to the show
0: <laughs> Back to the show And we're back. Welcome back to the Cloudcast, Episode Fifty One. I'm your host Marvin Yui. Joining me is my co-host Christine Minji Chang, and our special guest Alex Huang of Run River North.
2: Alex, hello. Welcome back.
1: I feel refreshed.
2: <laughs> I think those. I think these breaks are great. Like it just kind of gives you a moment to Reju- take and always talked about.
0: Oh yeah. Rejuvenate. So that's, that's why I did it. Also because I need to. Slip in that break somewhere to yes. we'll talk about because the thing with the first couple, first like couple of weeks, actually yeah. is just um, trying to figure out where to put in those collaboration updates. Yeah, because you know you don't want to overload in the beginning, but you don't want to leave it to the end when you know people Probably stop listen. listening. Yeah, it's a good place. So in the middle, because you know we got we teased you, so everyone. You know the reason everyone's here listening this week, of course, Mr. Alex Wayne. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, let's talk a little bit more about. So, you're a professional musician, part mm-hmm. of the rock band uh, mm-hmm. Run Over North.
1: How yeah. does that happen?
0: <laughs> and wow. it's, I was actually there the first time Alex um, auditioned with the band, then called Monsters Calling Home, at for a um, collaboration in 2011. I was running running the um, the camera during oh those auditions. Oh my gosh! That's mm-hmm. fun. So, I actually showed you your first audition yeah. we like back in the, when we were in Chicago together, but. That was that was surreal. So yeah. <laughs> but even then I think just listening to just your sound is mm-hmm. you kind of knew that this was something special. Oh cool. You know, so, you know.
1: Hell yeah.
2: Appreciate that.
1: We got a video submission. So, they we were in collaboration in San Francisco the following year. Yeah. And yeah, even through video I was like, damn.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah. You guys um you guys are probably uh the few cuz I think we really, really tried to milk this collaboration thing and be like, oh, you know what, we can, let's let's compete at every collaboration. <laughs> if we win, that's fine. But more so, I felt like it would be great to like tour the country um, at that point because we didn't have an agent mm-hmm. booking our shows. It would be, like, be great to just at least start the foundation by going to um, collaborations and playing. And even if we didn't, yeah, obviously, I think it would have been great if we won and whatnot. But I think the opportunity, because I knew, I, grow, growing up, volunteering for collaboration i just knew that it was a great place to kind of like play music
0: yeah i mean your first collaboration as monsters calling home wasn't mm-hmm. even your first collaboration competing because you performed at yeah i um, acoustic four too yes i did right? i did you wow. did like a little duck song that I people did. can find on youtube if they want to search he's our yeah. resident wikipedia <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, our yeah. walking wikipedia. but that, that even was... before that you were yeah
2: you like you said you were a volunteer with us mm-hmm. for a while i volunteered like yeah. when i was in college like 2008 was like um, when I started volunteering, I volunteered for something that called they they, they tried to do two different mm-hmm. ones. It was collaboration, and they they had Asian elevation because they thought collaboration <laughs> was so Korean that they wanted to expand it into like other Asians. And then and then we just yeah, merged yeah. just it was one. like whatever. this is collaboration, <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's gonna be different Asians anyways. It's so cool. I started yeah I started volunteering a lot, and I think it really made a lot of uh, it made the biggest difference. I think um, in the different ways. Like I think the the second third year of collaboration volunteering excuse me um that was when i met um some of my best friends and i think it was a for me it felt like a golden year like one of one of the guys from that group went on to like work at dreamworks and then now valve uh, another one nice. worked at like lucas films and now pixar and then another one of my friends like you know uh now works at caa and like and we're still all really good friends like i think it was just such an interesting time. Oh, well, you're I'm, the professional musician. I'm that's the, it. Yeah, I'm the starving artist. <laughs> and, and another one is actually like in Korea doing really well for um, um, worked at CA and then now is like um, having his own production company. And so that year, like collaboration was the reason why we all even like got to know each other. Right. And so yeah. from there, I think um, I think just knowing that if I was to play a show at a collaboration, you could potentially um, kind of intersect with, you never know. You never know who yeah. it is. And so that's and, so
1: cool. I love hearing about it. where your generation of <laughs> yeah, collab friends have because yeah, we yeah. have the same stories.
2: And
0: like for a while, I remember when I first I first came in. I think the year after you stopped volunteering. Mm-hmm. Or you, oh um,
2: man, we just missed each other. Mark. Yeah, oh. but
0: I remember back then when I was because I was doing marketing for Acoustic Five. That was my first show. Got it. Got it. And just going on and doing scouting for potential talent. Mm-hmm. Just. I went to so many places that, you know, feature Asian American artists and realized that, well, I can't really scout from you guys because you guys scout using us (laughs) like collaboration. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, for a while, you know, as social media was, you know, just getting started, YouTube was just getting started, you know, collaboration was really one of the few places where you can see who was the up and coming artist in our community. Right, Right. Right. And yeah, I mean. The magic that you described, you know, meeting people mm-hmm, and that are mm-hmm. doing cool stuff, you know, it's something that Minji and I try
1: to... I'm totally sitting here recounting, like, where are all my <laughs> friends gone? That's what I That's what I feel like I've been so stunned to, because I got into collaboration in 2009, yeah. so I, but learning about everyone that came before me, especially in L.A., and then to know that they're doing all this amazing mm-hmm. work elsewhere in their different respective specialties yeah. and to know that the, the one connecting factor was that at one time they were young and volunteering, volunteering and together <laughs> i'm like that is such an amazing story yeah. to me and i have those friends too, and every one of my friends is now definitely going forth and conquering in their yeah i mean we're, we're going
0: to our like we said our 17th year
1: collaboration 17 years old <laughs> and getting their driver's license <laughs>
0: And we've had our permit for two years. Okay, now, okay. Yeah. So we think we're the shit right yeah. now. Yeah, basically. We're, we're, you no. Right? Give no Fs, you know. <laughs> but, More of that than the... Um, you know, <laughs> really we're, we're into but... <laughs> our you know, second generation leadership now with Minji. Dino, yeah. For the last couple of years. And we're, yeah, yeah. You know, but just, yeah, seeing where everyone's gone, you know, it's not only just the artists, but also the people that work behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that is part of the reason why, you know, Minji and I are, you know, the two, I guess official staffers but the reason why we were here you know (laughs) trying to steward you know the next the next generation hopefully Mm -hmm. um but
1: did you have that feeling when you worked with them i mean because you're just you're all young together and you're all ambitious and starry-eyed and the Mm -hmm. whole world is your oyster and you don't know what's to come Uh did you have an inkling that you were gonna go into music like what was I, i i'm trying to like understand alex back in the day yeah like what did you think your future held for you at that time when you're experiencing all of this
2: when i was volunteering yeah uh, when you're
1: volunteering, or that age and that the time of life
2: man i think at that point i i was i was probably like a you know the i was a secret guitar douchebag okay like i like (laughs) i knew I knew that people go out there guys go out there with guitars. Okay. To like get chicks. But be- mm. because I thought I knew that, I thought, oh okay, I can kinda subverse it and not not <laughs> Got really the cover show going Yeah, on. I'll cover it yeah, up somehow. Yeah. Um and so that was like I was in- internally struggling with that. Um so <laughs> as I was um volunteering, I was seeing some of these douchebags, like uh, competing and like going through the audition process and I was just like making sure like, okay don't look like that when you're doing oh stuff my God. I was like <laughs> so really he, trying to figure teaches out you yeah I was learning a lot and I think um and I was trying different things I was just writing songs that I, I was hoping that wasn't about that It wasn't about getting um into a you know in, into a relationship or anything but it was just like let me just talk about anything else because I didn't want to be like the Asian John Mayer because first of all I'm not that talented guitar wise so I just wanted to like <laughs> stay away I thought okay I'm not going to try and follow this like formula yeah. but I think in the process of doing that obviously like things happen and um, I think I, yeah you can look back and I can cringe at a lot of some of the earlier <laughs> YouTube videos because of <laughs> just like clothing or like just lyrics. Could've I remember. So yeah.
1: could have used a stylus. After,
0: after discovering Alex's music during the audition I went yeah. back and looked at your older stuff yeah, and yeah. I remember watching because um, you had an earlier rendition of The Pretender on I YouTube, did. I still And you do.
2: wore like amazing a stupid hat, hat. Yeah. And we're in the valley. <laughs> like like that's like like I was you can see me like just looking glistening because it was just we're in the valley recording I'm wearing a hat that probably belongs in like Alaska I'm like yeah this this is cool this is cool that's that's my voice It's pretty, dope. <laughs> it's pretty dope yeah still dope song right oh, oh my thanks. Gosh. yeah I mean I think that was interesting so like as I was doing that um I think uh, I was also working at um, CAA as an assistant and. Doing that, like seeing the business from the, the bird's eye view, and mm-hmm. as well as like mm-hmm. volunteering um, with an Asian American organization, and then on Wednesdays I would like um, play guitar at. Uh, it used to be the Blue Dahlia, and it's it was in um, the Arts District. I think now it's like an Umami Burger. It's next to Worst Couche, I think. Okay. okay. And so there was this um, like French burger place, French burger and wine, mm-hmm. and they let me um, just have the night every Wednesday night. So like for a year, I think um, I would just drive from the west side over to the to downtown set up the speakers and then play guitar or have other people come and play and I would just host these nights by myself wow so I did that for a year and I thought like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna just start writing songs and I'm gonna do this and I think somewhere in between there um I just had this um I guess I, I it I call it a god moment but it wasn't like some kind of holy thing it was just someone or this voice in me like telling me can you just shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> for like a year mm. like as I that's like a like a could you do that uh-huh. <laughs> and i'm like can i <laughs> like like and then cuz i think i was just talking so much i was just putting so much out there like yeah. have, wanting to like share who i am and blah 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 in every capacity like i thought i had a great perspective on movies and music and right. <laughs> without even knowing David Bowie. Like, you know, I'm just an idiot. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think that I I felt like God was saying like, can you shut up? Can you like, be I, cool? Yeah. Can you chill? <laughs> yeah. Can, you, can yeah. you please just be cool? Just for <laughs> one year and like, just like listen. And I, I was like, okay, I'll try that. And so I took a year off of just like not playing music. I had just like tried starting a little band and then I t- told everyone like, I'm going to stop. Um, and I just kind of, yeah, I just shut up for a second. I, I, I told myself I wouldn't perform anywhere and I wouldn't do anything. Obviously I'm not going to stop writing, but like, I just would like, yeah, just shut up. Mm-hmm. And then, so during that year, um, that's when, um, like for some reason, everybody started sharing their skeletons with me about their, their parents, <laughs> their, their broken families, like skeletons came out of my, my own family. And like, and it was all these immigrant parents, and uh, so I was just like was like what what is this like I just kept hearing like like almost like basically Korean dramas happening in people's lives, like this man had an affair for twenty years with another family, and like the family's still together um someone's cheating, there's like an alcoholic abusive man in our house that we still have to deal with because we don't make enough money um I'm still an angry." person and I, you know there was just so many things coming out and a lot i felt of people like korean yeah most yeah. of these people were korean but like <laughs> I, it wasn't like there was still an asian elevation aspect of this like yes, it was yes, yeah. it was very yeah it wasn't I'm just saying. like the korean but like it was an immigrant story yeah that was for sure but definitely obviously a lot of them were, were korean and so um i think that's where monsters calling home came out yeah from,
0: yeah and i think that's why that song in particular um kind of it caught our attention my attention at least mm-hmm. during that During the audition, also during your performance, it's just, you know, we hear a lot of, you know, when people sing about their parents in this context, it's always about, like, I gotta follow my dreams, or, like, holding me behind, but you're taking it from the parents' point of view, and, like, singing about the struggle of being Mm -hmm. an immigrant Mm -hmm. in the States, which is something that, like, it's one of those moments where like why have why aren't more people talking about this or singing mm-hmm. about this or portraying yeah. this? Yeah,
2: right. It, yeah,
1: I actually didn't listen to the lyrics as closely because mm-hmm. I just for me mm-hmm. sometimes when I hear a song, especially like coming from your guy's style yeah. and the yeah, band, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I feel it more than I'm for listening. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Which is weird because I'm a huge lyric fanatic. Uh-huh. So I hate dumb lyrics, uh-huh. but I for some reason I remember I just felt what <laughs> it was about before I actually listened mm-hmm. to what it was about. Yeah, but that's why I was like this is to me, that's really powerful that if you can feel it before you even, like, are paying attention to what they're literally saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that that was something really that, that impacted me because yeah. he was clearly paying attention more to what they're saying.
2: <laughs> I think there was, there's, and like you said, there, it, there's an urgency that I felt for sharing that story because there doesn't need to be, like, no one needs to share this story. And they're mm-hmm. they're done, too. Like, they don't want to share it either. They're right. embarrassed of it anyways. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they would rather let it die. And so I'm i was in this position of like do i want to am i trying to like you know make a buck off of something that they never wanted to share anyways but then what really caused me to like say i want to share this story was actually like hearing about like people my age having kids and then them like going completely the opposite like as if for our parents it was like a lot of strict discipline a lot of tough love like Mm -hmm. work hard and whatever Mm -hmm. and and you know, just give them the opportunity. And now, like, people my age that were um, having kids or, like, a little bit older than I was were just letting their kids do anything. They're like, oh, I, whatever you want. I'll just love you. And, uh, and in in that way, they were creating monsters themselves. Like, these kids <laughs> needed to, like, get beat for a second. Like, you yeah. know, like, not like... Get your ass yeah, in line. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, so I felt yeah. like, oh, my God. Like, if I don't start sharing this story, people aren't going to realize, like, they're all just kind of um, taking in their parents um, experience and not like processing them correct like you know right. completely so that they can like yeah. learn from their mistakes as opposed to be the extreme opposite and create other kinds of monsters
1: <laughs> exactly you're going from one extreme to the yeah. other I mean yeah. it's
0: it's a very immigrant like it's a very immigrant um, which I'm called focused narrative but it's also very uniquely Asian American too just right the, the way that you know and maybe not Asian American as a whole yeah, yeah. but like in terms of you know let's say just say east asian american you know the, yeah. the whole story about people coming here putting pressure on their kids to succeed yeah and for a lot of i think what's really cool and what's really great about art is like movies and songs it's, it takes a universe it, it can it can take a universal you know um concept narrative. or narrative that you don't think is universal yeah, 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 and then put in the context for oh, you yeah. to kind of, you know, yeah. think more about. Yeah. And for a lot of, let's say us, Asian American, second generation, um, it's not something that we think about, especially in like our adolescent years, right? Where it's all like it's our parents against us <laughs> yeah. and we're angry. Like, you don't get you me. You don't only really think about things from like, you know, like myself, for instance, Like I didn't really... Th- I didn't really start start thinking about stuff from my parents' perspective until maybe I was in my late 20s. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like we said, the earlier you get that dialogue going, like the more well-rounded you are. Yeah, I think
2: the earlier you learn about that, the more you you just kind of grow up a little bit better. Right. And I think um, it's interesting, like, it was good that we talked about that on our first album, because the second album, we just like, we kind of really, we didn't beat it with it, you know. We didn't beat it down to the ground, but I think, you know, there's enough now that people can start talking about it in different ways and right. we don't need to tell the same story. Right. So yeah. the second time around for this album, like for our music, like we, we aren't doing this folk thing and it wasn't because we're, that story has been done and closed off. Like obviously my folks are still around and that, that, that relationship continues to progress in, in different ways now like, mm-hmm. even though you ac- acknowledge and honor these things, it doesn't mean that they've changed and you've changed completely and like, right. everyone's happy it's but I think that story um, can continue in different forms for us as a band, what we did for the second was, you know it really did signal from like when we changed from Monsters Calling Home to Run River North um, even though Monsters Calling Home feels like a great branding name and like it just it's just easier to say for Asian parents like Run River North was this kind of like um, stepping out and going okay what else can we what What do we do now like you can't just like stay yeah.
1: um, uh-huh. happy
2: about the fact that you acknowledge something stagnant like you mm-hmm. gotta move from there you can't you can't keep being angry all the time yep. and be yeah. like oh this sucks it's yep. like great like great teenager <laughs> Yeah. like what are you what, do you, what are you gonna then, do yeah like what are you gonna do the pay bills and what are you gonna do when you have to be their age right. and, and so I think the second album and, and as we were coming off of our tour from uh the first album we were like okay something's got to change like we can't keep telling the same story even Mm -hmm. though like you Mm -hmm. can potentially it would just get boring right and i think we just asked that question and (laughs) the response that we got from each other like almost broke us like we i think i think we almost broke up as a band like four times in the last like one and a half years really just making this album and i think um uh we're we're writing like a a have you heard Medium? The platform Medium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my blogging. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, Daniel um, got us onto it in our band. And so, we're writing a big Medium pl- post. Oh, nice. Kind of just um, dialoguing the last year. And it's like, <laughs> it, there's some real shit in there. So <laughs> that's awesome. It's going to be fun. But I, I had think, no
1: idea. I, I can't wait to read it. Yeah,
2: it's not to say like we were like trying to make drama. It just no, happened. No, it just happened. Yeah. It, just it happens. Happens. But, but yeah. I think that's cool. Like, one of the biggest things that I hate
0: just about just mm-hmm. pop culture is mm-hmm. when, when a band or when a group does their sophomore album and it's something different mm-hmm. and people just like, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, like yeah. People just want, just do what you did the first time because yeah. we like that. Right, and like, right, right. Then
1: listen to the first yeah. one and then also. <laughs>
0: it reminds me of actually a Bowie story. Oh yeah. About how like he hated performing live. He mm. was great performing live but mm. like he hated doing the same songs over and over again because mm. he felt like it was so boring. Like why yeah. would I want to sing the same thing over and over again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So yeah. But then,
1: like, that's what the audience wanted for him. They're like, give me your,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, and so I think, um, yeah, we were at a place where, like, you know, when we got off, I think it was 2014, Mm -hmm. and then we started, like, okay, um, we came back from a tour, and it was in a van. We went throughout the whole country. We had some great shows, but, like, the things that I remember correctly, or, or distinctly, was one show, Joe, our bassist, was watching football on his phone, while we were in the show. Like, he would just be watching it and playing bass. <laughs> and I thought that didn't bother me. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll talk to him later about it. But I couldn't get that – it couldn't shake that out of my head. And then also another thought – this is all very selfish. This is me only. Like, everyone else had different experiences. But I was just, like, sick and tired of another member in the band. And I was uh, I was just like, I don't want to be friends with this guy. And, and I, I'm looking around at everyone else. I'm just like, I just – I hate everybody right now. Like, what – what am I going to do? Like, I'm just tired. Like, and it was like, and we had always said like, it's a, it's a six equal opportunity, equal ownership. So everyone gets the same amount. I'm looking around like, no one, you're not pulling your weight. Like, why am I, why am I giving? And then I was thinking, okay, and then we we need to make a new album. It's like, okay, um, I'm probably going to write all the songs and they're all going to get money from this or there, I have to share the little money that we're making with, these people and i felt like i felt i was getting really i was imploding inside Mm -hmm. and the way i worked on that was really unhealthy i just put it on one dude in the band and i was like if he's out everything will be fine and so i had this band meeting and i just said hey i don't i'm not friends with you i don't think i can write songs with someone that i'm not friends with and he goes what are you saying right now i'm just like Read between the lines, and <laughs> and the rest of the band's just like, whoa. And I was hoping at that point that he would just leave. He'd be like, no, obviously no. I'm not. I can't do this. you but he didn't. Like he was just like, let's talk about this. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I um, thought this was like the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 then so we eventually talked separately, and then um, the talk went a lot more went better than what I expected um but then uh and after the talk there was that God voice again but again my God voice apparently just like <laughs> just curses and just tells me things that can I don't want to hear such a dick. yeah yeah can you be cool yeah just one cool. thing he said was like one thing the voice said was like hey um forgive him and you know ask for his forgiveness and I was like oh, "Okay, yeah that's that's easy but so was like, but he's also going to be in your band uh, <laughs> uh, and I was like sorry to me I was just like why like <laughs> can't we just like forgive and then, and then like part, part ways? ways like that happens right. that happens in life that happens all the time. That happens in the bible like we we could do this but like that voice was just as like like assured as the one that told me to shut the fuck up for like a year so i i was like okay like begrudgingly i was like okay I think I could do this. So, like, I wasn't doing it, like, happily either. I wasn't, like, this strong. I was like, okay, this is going to be the best. I was just like, man. (laughs) All right. I'll try this. This will be cool. Um, And then so that was the beginning of last year. Like, uh, that's what started last year. And I also confronted Joe about the the football thing. I was just like, because, like, half of our band is, like, under 25. And, like, Mm. that half didn't, like, all of them didn't – finished college, and, like, never had, like, a full-time job, and, like, they, they just know this life, and it's pretty nice, com- com- given, like, the kind of success that we've had, it's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. So, they don't know, they don't know, like, that this took a lot of, like, sweat and blood. All your yeah. struggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, I had to, like, struggle. I had to, like, tell them, I was like, Joe, what, do you want to be in here? Because, like, I couldn't I I think you know there are other bases that would love to be in this band, like. But I want you in it. But do you want to be in it? Mm -hmm. And I had to ask that to everybody in the band, and everyone was like, "Oh, I guess this is serious now." Like, (laughs) like, and I think you know people don't realize like it. Even after we like got on Kimmel and like go on tour and have an album out, by like a great producer, and we have a label, like, like, and and sad, and the reality is like this happens to everybody. Like, Mm -hmm. this isn't something. Unique to our band because we're six Korean Americans. Like, this right. happens in every band. There's always going to be drama, but every like, team. how do you like communicate it and yeah. how do you get through it? And that was our. Well, show. I mean, every team, like, because, yeah. yeah. I'm just sitting yeah. here
1: relating like yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right this yeah. isn't so just well.
0: band.
2: It's like nonprofit. Yeah. This is yeah. like. We yeah. could think of a couple people
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> who shall remain nameless. Exactly. And but it's <laughs> yeah.
1: adjacent to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <whatever>. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Marvin, I have fought. Um,
0: mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean,. Uh, I just totally spaced on what I was going to say. No, I think it's really Whoops. real. It's
1: funny. Th- funny before you actually got here, I was just telling Alex about my because you know Alex and I go way back, and I'm just like updating. I've seen him in a while, mm-hmm. so like telling him about all my anger. <laughs> but yeah. it's 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 a tough thing to to be self aware to know like what is driving this particular emotion of like yeah. Mm-hmm. Rage or whatever, or disappointment or frustration, but then also like take responsibility for it. Oh yeah, it's so hard, and then that impacts. Like you're saying, you're the leader. You're the right. You're writing the songs, and then it's like it just ripple affects everything.
2: Always, yeah. And so like like I think for us it was just like okay, let's let's not hide it from each other. Yeah, because it's gonna ripple out. Like it's gonna happen somewhere, and so. Might as well like at least have everyone on board
1: mm-hmm.
2: as awkward as it may be about like the, the ripples and then just go for it. So we started writing and uh, like um and other other bandmates got involved. Um but the songs that I brought to the table was just so like just bare. It was just like I just ripped over your chest and like as yeah, as cliche <laughs> as it was. Well, like some I mean, they always start differently. I always think I'm gonna be like really smart and witty. Like one song was like um it was like my pointed finger at religion like by putting on like a devil's mask and like poking at church people but ended up like my my frustrations with another bandmate that voice came out and then it just evolved into pointing a finger back at me and so Mm -hmm. the song just basically became about like like being stuck with your own demons and then like and i wasn't trying to write a pop song or a chorus Mm -hmm. like catchy chorus i just i just needed to write a melody that like kind of like um, held the bag of emotions that I was holding on to at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> and, and luckily, like, luckily, like, the rest of the band kind of, like, since everyone knew where we were coming from, like, we just kind of vibed off of that. And so even though the relationships were broken, even though, like, I had said to somebody, I will, I'm not your friend, we were still, like, able to um, write on the same topic. Like, and yeah. we were, like, kind of able to be a little professional about it. And, and still collaborating. Still, per- it was. It was never. We could never separate the personal from the professional. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of worked in that muddy, like, weird space for a year. And out of that, I think we. You know, it, it's not that we. We're still not like good. Like we're not the best of friends, and we still have like, it's it's some things are just like we don't even know if this will get fixed. Like it seems hopeless, mm-hmm. but. Just acknowledging that to each other, yeah, actually, kind of lessens it and doesn't make it seem as hopeless, yeah. even though it, it may be the reality of it. For sure, and I mean
0: that's the thing with teams; it's like you're never gonna, if you love everyone on your team, mm-hmm. that's great, mm-hmm. but that's not always going to happen, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in in life and yeah. anything you do. Yeah. yeah, but to have that respect is, or have that, you know, that team dynamic is yeah. the most important thing that you yeah. vibe off each other, and sometimes it helps to not have someone you're 100% in sync with Mm
2: -hmm. because
0: then it becomes an echo chamber Mm -hmm. or like a tunnel vision and things like that. exactly,
2: exactly. And so, yeah, I think that's... And so I felt like, okay, this is the story that we're going to tell with this album. This is the story that we're going to say. We're going to say that it's not... um, We're not (laughs) blaming the parents or we're not saying, oh, the parents are looking at us and their struggles. It's like, okay, now the mirror is on us and be like, this is who we are. Yeah. we look kind of stupid sometimes and we look terrible to each other and we say some terrible things and we think some terrible things about each other, but yet some good art came out of this. Some good fruit came out of this like seemingly, you know, like dead salted ground and like it's something was good. And so that's why like the album is called drinking from a salt pond is that like, um, there's this interesting Bible verse that says like, Oh, like, you know, how can like a, um, Um, fresh water come out from a salt pond or how can curses come out from the same mouth that you bless the Lord with? And I'm just Mm. like, and then goes, this should not be. And I'm just like thinking like, this is the way everybody (laughs) is. Like there is, there is no one that is not this. There's nobody, there's nobody that you can tell me that like has never cursed and blessed the same mouth. And you can't tell me that this is not the reality that we're living in. And so like, I just went with that and I thought like, you know, rather than present and say that this is a freshwater pond and we are a great band that loves McDonald's, <laughs> and from that love comes these songs about triumph and, you know, like, and, and, you know, yeah, everything. It's like, no, this is a really poopy, <laughs> shitty pond and we all suck. And yet, somehow, even though we we're all together around it, like, no one left and i yeah. think maybe maybe that's part of the reason why this works but nobody left and so out of that we just waited for something to grow and then luckily like these are like the songs that came out and so you know
1: i love it and i love that th- i really appreciate again i've only heard the one song i freaking love it and i think that's ultimately what translates and what people appre- personally that's i can only speak for myself but that's what i love because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the, the struggle yeah. of this tension between yeah. you guys translates to the music. Yeah. And that's what people relate to. They don't, not ev- exactly what you're saying. Not everyone's in some rosy ass situation yeah, where like yeah. everyone around me is someone I love and appreciate and we all are just all yeah. on the same wavelength and it's great. Yeah. It's like, no, you need this. Is, and this is why I think music so necessary. It's your it's your place to feel what you feel mm-hmm. and not feel like a complete psychopath or like yeah. a horrible person for feeling that. It's like, because no, because everyone feels this. Yeah, yeah. They Man. get it. Can talk to you, you forever and like i Seriously, feel like we yeah. haven't
0: even gone half of our, our potentialist but we are running a little long so <laughs> oh, yeah, i'm gonna
1: i want to get uh, you to yeah. your rehearsal alex
0: has to be somewhere making i can more talk music. to alex for days I oh. think.
1: <laughs> no but but, i love learning this story though i can't wait for that medium post it's gonna be yeah we yeah, gotta really have agree. you back sometime yeah talk
2: more like, yeah i mean and some of the other bandmates would love probably to yes please yeah. come here at a or later time. <laughs> I love all you guys. Well, we'll be here cuz we're going to keep doing this forever and ever next and ever. Year,
1: next week is our 52nd. That's crazy. We've done this 52 weeks in a row without
2: That's amazing. I think year commitments are change you. Like even doesn't matter like what has been gained or what you do, the fact that you do something for a year like it changes you in a great way. So
0: yeah. Exactly.
2: Well, thanks so much Alex for joining
0: us yeah. this week. Um, where can people find your stuff?
2: Um, They can find our stuff at RunRiverNorth.com or Facebook. Everything, just Google Run River North and you'll probably find something. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Well, from myself and Minji, Mm -hmm. thanks to all of our listeners for listening in. And, oh, quick reminder, one more thing before we leave. If you want to send us an email with any feedback, questions, or anything you want to get on the air, um, please um, email us at podcast at collaboration.org. We always love to hear from our listeners. And tune in next week for our 52nd episode, like we said. Great. Yeah. we I got to think of something special to do. Awesome. Yeah. We should have like 100 guests or something. Wow. So many mics. <laughs>
1: yeah. 52 guests, whatever. Wow.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for
1: coming, Alex. Thanks for having me. Yeah,
0: thanks a lot. And looking forward to your new album. It's yeah. coming out soon, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... For all of us at the Cloudcast. we'll see you next week. Peace.